This is iBook Bandits podcast. I'm Stepan. Uh, my co-host is uh, Pavel. Uh, and uh, today our guest is a, a hobby sprinter from uh, California, Ivan Gulkov. And uh, we... Yeah, hi, Ivan. I've recently uh, completed a little project of... You've probably seen those. Yeah. Little prints. Yeah. Um, all done. All done with hands up type. I like I like the Masonic one. <laughs> all done with handset type. All done with uh, done with printer's ornaments. Honestly put together, no photopolymer, not no bullshit. And I sold them for about twenty dollars a piece, uh, from which like half is the frame. So. Mm -hmm. Okay. Not. Not exactly expensive, which yeah. is probably why I'm a hobby shop and I'm not making any money. Another thing, actually, uh, um, this reminded me: um, Do you guys, uh, as bookbinders, uh, do you guys make your paper by any chance? Are you into paper? well? Well, I, I make I make some paper because I, I make paper making molds. I three D print them and. Uh, but mostly I make paper to, to test, you know, to test the molds, not to, to do something with it. Although, although uh, so, sometimes I do something do you? with it. Uh, well, I do a little bit because I find that it actually prints so much nicer on handmade paper than it does on commercial papers because it's soft. So you get more, more of a sculptural quality. It's much easier, mm -hmm. it accepts ink much better. So you don't have mm -hmm. to do so much, so much work preparing. So you see my press is pretty tiny, so it doesn't have a, a whole lot of pressure, not unlike those big hunks that weigh a ton. So on something like handmade paper, you can have a much better impression, which is why I've certain, uh, sort of um, gotten into that as well. Do you have to size paper somehow uh, for, for using it in print or... It's just uh, you know make uh, you make paper with cotton or, or something and uh, then just print on it. I no not really. You can print on anything. You can print on fabric. You can print on wood. Whatever you can get into into this thing, you can print on. <laughs> if it's if, if it's at least semi flat, you can print. On. Okay. <laughs> you can print on plastic, uh, although. I wouldn't recommend it. And and in terms of dyes, do, uh, do you have any preferences? Do you use organic dyes? Do you use synthetic dyes? Um, I prefer uh, oil. printers use ink. Uh, there are two kinds uh, of ink that's used in uh, letterpress printing, rubber-based and oil-based. Mm -hmm. um, both work and you can mix the two. Mm -hmm. um, but um, I prefer oil-based uh, because it dries quicker. With rubber-based inks, uh, they can like take several weeks to dry, if ever. And uh, I once, even with uh, oil-based, I mean, I once um, I was doing Christmas decorations, mm -hmm. and I didn't have I didn't have any oil paint available. Uh, handy. There was 
in a in a box some for, somewhere too far away. So I just grabbed some um, letterpress ink, just do little touches on uh, on the decorations. Thought they would dry in like a couple of days, and I can hang them or give to people. Um, It's still wet. Three years after. <laughs> so, something not to do. <laughs> uh, so if you use uh, several colors in one print, you need to dry it first and then uh, uh, print it? No, no. You, you can do it all at once. You can, you can put as many colors um, as you want. Uh, at once. No need to dry. You need to dry it afterwards because the ink would smear. But usually it takes like a day to dry, uh, at, le at least with the oil, if you're not too thick. Because uh, that's another thing you have to maintain the balance. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Magic. So with the, with the press, the way it works is basically you put your ink on the ink disc. It rotates, and when you print, there are these rollers that would go mm -hmm. across, that would pick up the ink, and the ink distributes, uh, rotates and distributes the ink evenly. Mm -hmm. And then the rollers would go down, ink up the chase, ink up the actual form, which mm -hmm. makes the impression against the platen. There was one thing I wanted to ask you since uh, the moment we uh, started this call, uh, because I see that you are in, in an apron and uh, then you showed your setup and you have uh, a couple more aprons there. So do you have any preference for aprons? Uh, what, what's your favorite, uh, what's your favorite material? And uh, <laughs> tell us a bit about it. I love this one. <laughs> Uh, the other two, one uh, I was given as a gift a long time ago, and uh, for the longest time I wore that one just because yeah. it was free. And yeah. you know, like free stuff. And I would really like to see more of your works. I really like the ones you showed us. Could you show us some more? Okay, so a couple examples. Uh, a page from the Gutenberg Bible. Um, on and that's some handmade paper. On handmade paper with hand illumination. Uh, some odd book plates. A little restorative tonic, which I can actually show you in, in life. I actually brew my own uh, tonic. Uh, <laughs> the, uh, it's a magical cure from all ailments. It, <laughs> Revigorates members and <laughs> motorizes and uh, <laughs> health to all printers, um, which is something I usually take to the waste geese, which I mentioned earlier. <laughs> um, it's always a big hit. I can imagine. <laughs> um, again, some like tarot cards and book plates, and another. Uh, <laughs> this is good. <laughs> label. Right. Well, there aren't a lot of stories. I mean, uh, 
like the, this one example, uh, for example, uh, there was a call from the Bulgarian uh, library in Oxford mm -hmm. um, for prints related to um, Shakespeare sonnets. Mm -hmm. um, it was basically a whole lot of printers had to print one sonnet for Shakespeare's birthday and to be all collected in an exhibition of sorts, mm -hmm. which I actually had the privilege to visit uh, when, I, when I got there, and that's quite fun. Okay. This is interesting. Now, this one you'll probably like. <laughs> okay. That will be dif uh, difficult to translate. Oh, yes. Very much so. Um, yeah, more but... like this one. This one would be much easier to translate. Actually, the, the funny piece, uh, the funny thing about this one is um, I didn't have enough Russian fonts to print this. Yeah. So the, yeah. the title was actually printed in Latin characters. Um, okay. Uh, and I just drew a little line between the two eyes to make it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That works well uh, with uh, with the topic we covered uh, uh, during our shorter podcast that uh, wasn't uh, posted yet. We talked about uh, an underground communist uh, uh, printing house uh, uh, that that was uh, oh yes uh, in Mo in Moscow in uh, 1905 or 1906 something like that. And uh, uh, yeah, that. <laughs> I, think they actually, uh, I think they actually have a museum. That's, a, that's exactly yeah, where I went and we talked about it like two days ago. Except, except if we're talking about the same place, um, they have a problem with their press. It's assembled wrong. It would never print the way it's assembled. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we needed to ask you about this press because we don't know anything about it. We we could understand that it was a uh, really small room where where the press was uh, located, uh, and it was uh, pre pretty hard to work there. But we knew nothing about the press. Was uh, it the I one? I guess you know something. Was it the one uh, that basically had a front as uh, like fruits? Yeah, 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 yeah. The, the yeah. One. Of two uh, of, of Georgian guys, people from. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, they, they had it. They had it assembled wrong. Looks like crap. <laughs> Could never print. <laughs> this is great. Okay. This uh, is well, do, do you know which press they had uh, in nineteen oh five nineteen? The one they have there right now is a Liberty, which would never fit in uh, in that space, anyways. So mm -hmm. uh, they had something in the was basically more along along the lines of this kind of press only a little bigger um which in, in russia at the time was known as bastonka that, that's that's what they told me but uh i uh, i couldn't uh, uh, and we discussed uh, with stepan how did they get that big wheel inside that small tunnel so they clearly didn't 
So uh, they use something like what you use, but I saw uh, 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 the newspapers they printed and they were regular size. They weren't like uh, a quarter or... Well, the, 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 um, when I say something like this, I don't mean the size, I mean bigger, uh, probably way bigger, but Nothing, nothing as large as they have mm -hmm. it or, uh, there right now uh, at the moment because that would I never see. work. Which is why they had it assembled incorrectly. Because the original, okay. uh, from what I remember, uh, the original press that they had was confiscated by the police and um, it basically rusted away. Oh, this, this is great. Uh, you won't believe it. Just two days ago, we recorded this uh, uh, this talk of ours, and we were discussing: could we possibly find somebody who knows what the model is? And here you are. <laughs> Thank you so much. It's called uh, it's uh, it's called the Liberty. Uh, the the model they have right now is called the Liberty Press. I can show. Uh, I can send you videos of it, of it actually working when assembled correctly. <laughs> It's, okay. a it's probably one of the most beautiful presses, uh, most gracious and uh, in terms of its movement. It's uh, it's like a, it's like a dance when that thing moves. So back to pieces. Um, those two weren't actually printed by me, and they're my designs. Uh, the, but they were printed in Moscow by those same uh, demon press, uh, press they are, people. They are great. Oh, um, this is beautiful. Thank you. Oh. And this one actually, you can even, if you zoom in, you can actually see the cross stitch. Oh, wow, wow. This is so detailed. This, this is very, very beautiful. But then my hum my little humble press would not be strong enough to pull something like that. Mm -hmm. oh, those are tickets uh, to visit my dime museum. Um, I have a world's smallest traveling museum in a box. Um, that even, there used to be a tradition of uh, traveling museums in America uh, aimed at uh, proletariats, basically. <laughs> uh, yeah. So they're filled with fakes and gaps and stupid things like Fijian mermaids and shrunken up unicorns, and, uh, usually accompanied with freak shows and the like. Um, so I've made my own little tiny traveling dime museum, uh, which probably is. I'm not going to go into because that's going to take like an hour, another hour. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but we still can see the tickets. But you still get to see the little tickets. Hold on. Hand press. And this is something I, I did. Uh, it's basically a wooden engraving. Okay. Which is rather hard to do on a little press like this. There's too much, too much ink. Not enough, not enough pressure, or ah uh, yes, yeah. I mean, this thing is uh, is not very, very powerful. So, mm -hmm. whenever you have to print, uh, it takes quite a toll. 
Um, no, this one you might actually appreciate. <laughs> <clears throat> okay. Uh, <laughs> we need to show it to. We need to show Stepan it to. actually knows uh, the inventor of Tetris. Oh, he knows. Well, 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 my my father knows him and he he works with him, but uh, I I know it's through my I know I know him through my father. I I I'm, I made an interview with him uh, several years ago for a Computera website. Oh, is this also made uh, with uh, uh, printing uh, like uh, with original types uh, typeset? Yeah. Yep. Yep. All, all done with handset ornaments. And, the, and and this was done with actual little blocks of wood. So this was actually printed in three colors, but made to look like four because of the some of the colors getting on top of one another, and then the lines getting so stricken. Another example of something printed uh, on handset on handmade paper. Mm -hmm. Now this is probably the extent as far as size of what uh, little press like this can do. Mm -hmm. I, I have to say that these prints on handmade paper are very, very attractive. I mean, they're, uh, they're objects you want to hold. Uh, this is another little inside joke for uh, designers. It's Laura Mipsum. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, okay. But not yeah. the but not the current bastardized version of yeah. Ipsum, but the original Lorem Ipsum, which began with Cui the Lorem Ipsum. Mm -hmm. um, so this was basically my way of testing uh, Garamond font, the, a new Garamond font I got from one of those crazy drunkard uh, waste geese. Okay, so Not there is one more use tiny, of this tiny, event. Tiny, tiny, tiny paper. <laughs> Why is it so, so nice? Okay. <laughs> Back to underground. Uh, another little study in ornaments and how one can arrange them. I mean, I mean, these weren't intended to be used in such a way. They were intended to be just borders, essentially, most of them. But then you find yeah. great ways to combine them and make something. Uh, it looks go gothic inspired. Something uh, William Morris would uh, would appreciate, I think. It looks like uh, the uh, the roof of uh, a cathedral, something like that. Well, probably the cross. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, something a little bit more modern, although it uses uh, actual. Um, Font from late 19th century, uh, an ornamental font that mm -hmm. you arrange in a somewhat modern uh, pattern. Now, for something actually not done, uh, for for once, something not actually done with uh, of, uh, with a handset type. So, when you have to go commercial, I'm usually resorting to photopolymer. Another thing uh, is I actually have uh, a tiny traveling print shop in a box. 
So I briefly mentioned uh, journeyman printers and how they used to roam the land. Yep. Um, um, after they ascended from their apprenticeship. Uh, now, some of them, most of them settled down, but some of them never, never quite did and remained what was known as tramp printers, who just become homeless uh, tradesmen. What, what a positive idea. <laughs> now, in, in sort of as an inspiration for that, I made myself a little traveling print shop that you can essentially take on the road uh, to trade shows and things. And the tiny printing press, not much bigger than my arm. Yeah. The tiny ink disc. Actually, has some type in. <laughs> almost ready to go that's it for today thanks a lot uh, ivan for uh, talking to us and for showing uh, your your craft wish you a lot of luck with uh, your future projects and uh, with this idea of uh, uh, creating a scarinas uh, font i think it's an amazing idea and uh, many thanks to all of our viewers and to our supporters on uh, Patreon. Uh, it's uh, because of uh, the pledges of uh, the supporters, uh, we uh, have money to pay for editing of these uh, podcast videos. And that means a lot to us. Thanks a lot. Subscribe to our channel and um, see you next time. Bye. See you guys.